Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peverell and I'm joined by my <clears throat> usual co-host as always, Mark Davison. He's back. Mark, how you going? Yeah, good, man. It's a bit strange actually actually being here, isn't it? You've had a few guests on um, the, the previous week. So here I am, uh, back to the future, 14 hours in front, 9 a.m., big storm coming through Australia right now at the moment. So... Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad here to to be back on uh, BTSC and we can talk some football. Um, how you been, Maddie? What's going on? You've been holding down the down, down the ship a fair bit. That's it, mate. That's it. We've had a few guests. We've had Jeff Hartman, the editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers that we're affiliated with. We've had uh, Dave, the co-editor as well, with with Jeff there, and then we've also had Jeffrey Benedict. It's on Curtain Call Show with Michael Beck, and he writes for the website as well and knows all things film. So, yeah, it's been sort of we had them in, and then you know we had, I had Jeff on, and then you were back, and then I had Dave and Jeff Jeffrey Benedict on last week. So it's um it's just good to have my Aussie mate back, though. You know, both. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Radio. Marky. It's been a big couple of weeks. It's been a big couple of weeks, and it's only going to get bigger this week. And so I just, you know, as we're seeing in the chat, you know, you've got a regulars, Daredevil, Snowman, Brad Jewett, Big Bro Bro Scobas in there, I should say, Rhino Tools in there. What have you been feeling the last few weeks while you've been on the sidelines? Like, give us your your take on what's been going on. Just, Just while we're on the live chat, I was thinking just before we come on air, 
And every time that I'm not on air, I'm just the, the passenger watching the, the, the Steelers uh, BTSC show. Just want to give a huge thank you to everyone who comes in. We get, you know, 30, 40 people straight away who jump into the, the Steelers uh, live chat and we're ready to talk Steelers. We're ready to talk Big Ben and everyone else. So it's like, it's absolutely like, it's just so cool to see everyone like come in straight away. Um, on the on the Steelers standpoint, it's kind of like that old like military like army thing. What is it like? Hurry up and wait. Like you get all these things going, and then you sit there. So we're kind of like in that bit now. There's been a few what signings with um, Ray Ray. Uh, who else come back? Like BJ uh, Finney. We've got him back. Um, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Allen's been redone. Apparently, while we yeah. were asleep, you know, Robert Spillane's been given a tender as the exclusive rights free agent. Well, Can I just say something as well? Like yeah. you get Brooke Pryor there. <clears throat> The beat writer for ESPN, and look, no one's perfect. Like we make as stuck in mistakes, you know, the, at the different times. But like, you know, you listen to stuff she says, and she just gets it wrong all the time, mate. Like she called him a restricted free agent for Spillane. Like, how can you be the beat reporter with access to the team and make a mistake like that? That'd be like me with the credentials as well. If I was wearing something like that, I'd probably just make things up on the spot, and then just no, hope, hopefully it would sound right. <laughs> you just you just come off as a funny one though. Wait, I didn't I didn't even know that like because we just I only woke up an hour ago um, that Spillane was offered that. That's what's so funny about being here in Australia as well. And, and as our listeners know, that when we wake up, it's already five p.m. for people over in uh, in America, and the whole day is almost almost happened. So it's it's weird getting the news like we sleep in or we wake up ten. And then we've got half the day is already being completed. So that's that's in itself kind of funny for us. So we like when we see the big deals, and when I saw when James Harrison got cut, one of my favorite players, I was like, are you kidding? Like we don't we have to stay up until twelve um to seven, but that's never gonna happen. Well, but the funny thing is, right? So I record for anyone that listens to the War Room podcast, which was previously Cap Room. So I record that on a Wednesday night in the future, and that goes live in the US <laughs> on uh, on in the in sort of Wednesday evening time. Um, but this week, I basically recorded the show as late as I could because I, I wondered whether there was going to be a cap number confirmed, and there was no cap number confirmed, right? So I recorded the show. I then wake up overnight, and whilst I was getting ready for work, they confirmed the cap number. So I quickly had to jump on and record a quick d- disclaimer, 30 seconds while I was trying to run out the door to get to work to put that into the show because we wanted to make sure that you guys knew when we were recording it, knew that had everything in mind with the show that kept with the cap. But it relates back to what Mark was saying there. Because of this, this timeline, and we've talked about it before, while we're in the future, we kind of feel like we're a day in the past sometimes mm-hmm. because when we go to bed, the news is breaking for the start of the day in the U- in the US, and then by the time we've woken up, it's mid-afternoon, and it's just like, wow, we've got to play catch-up. It's this really odd, you know, time continuum, which goes back to, I guess, sort of the focus last week. But it is it is one of those fan nuances of being a fan down under. Yeah, it's such a weird dynamic to, to you know, be a part of, but there's nothing more, and, and I, you, I know you as well, um, love it waking up at 3 a.m., 5 a.m., um, the better days at 10 a.m. in the early season to watch a, a football game. Yeah, it's nothing better than that. That's it. That's it. But look, we wanted to get into the t- title of today's show. And there, I know there was a bit of an um, issue when I pasted that into the warning yet. Um, but basically, the title of today's st- show is Why Steeler Fans Have the Right to Be Wary. Um, for everyone out there on Facebook and YouTube and for those listening back to the audio show. So I guess we're not going to be negative Nancys or anything like it. 
But I guess what we're really conscious of and where Mark and I have been chatting the past few weeks, and there is a lot to be optimistic about. The Steelers are starting to solve that cap challenge um, that they've got. They're bringing back players. You know, they're looking at, you know, what they can do in the draft. And we saw the Steelers at a bunch of different, you know, colleges, you know, um, this week doing some of that scouting and that draft preparation. But at the same time, fans, you know, we haven't had a Super Bowl in over a decade. You know, we haven't gone deep into the postseason. So, we really wanted to sort of give you a forum and, and we'll get that to that in part two. We're going to have like most of that part um, very much Q&A. So get ready to ask a bunch of questions. We really want that to be back and forth and get through as many as possible because we never end up getting through as many as we want to. Um, but yeah, we just sort of were thinking about how Steelers fans, if you're out there and you're feeling a bit pessimistic, fair enough, fair enough. We haven't necessarily got that Super Bowl. But at the same time, we've got to trust in this organisation. So, Mark, let's get straight into it. Let's get straight into it. Free agency, Steelers own the real move they're made right now, apart from, you know, <clears throat> you know, moving, you know, restructuring some contact, contracts, looking at potentially one-year extensions on others. BJ Finney at the moment's only free agent, apart from picking up our exclusive rights, free agency, Marcus Allen and Spillane there. Um, what are you thinking so far? Like, you know, Rhino Tool in the chat right now from YouTube side saying, you know, Jesse James could return, and we've seen a lot of chat about that. Where, what are you thinking about what Steelers are going to do? I think they're just doing um, like the bare necessary stuff, like signing these guys to one to one year deals. Um, I think there's a lot of depth guys. Like I, I did like the play of, and you might have another view on this as well, the play with uh, Marcus Allen last year. I thought he's he's turning into a, a bit of a uh, short tackler. Um, and he made, he made some things on special teams and um, stuff like that. But, like, I don't think the Steelers are a big team that runs out there and buys a massive free agent and wastes all their money and next minute we're in, we're in, the, we're in the dirt for the next five years. Um, I think they're just, they're just doing what they need to do at the moment. They're just signing players who they need to come in here for a role. <clears throat> Excuse me. Same time, though. Like if we had this this same season again as the last season and the year before the eight and eights, um, we go to the playoffs and like when, when we lose against the Jags, we lose against the Browns. Um, there's got to be a point where are you trending up or are you trending down? Yeah. Um, like like where is that point where yes, Big Ben is like he's awesome and he's got, he's probably one of the best to play at QB for the Steelers, but mate. We, we love you, but can you win us two games in a row in the Super Bowl? Can you not be throwing those those um, interceptions in the end zone, which every fan and us down here go, why did you throw that? Why? We know what you're like and how good you are, but you get to the 10-yard line, it's second, and, it's second and seven, and then you throw that pass to the tight end that's covered by three people and you picked off. And you shouldn't be doing it as a as a veteran player, um, and that's what we've come to see with the Steelers now. So this is kind of it's kind of lingering on a little bit now. Like I think like what the best case scenario is is that is this sounds crazy for me to say, but is have a Super Bowl and then or have a, a deep run at least, and then and then if you win one, you've got a clean slate, and then we won't be talking about how we didn't get there for the last ten years. We've actually won one. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm just I'm this I know we're all. Yeah, you can't just keep, just keep flatlining in the playoffs. 
Like, why if we rest the if we rest the guys before the playoffs in that week seventeen, has that worked? Maybe it hasn't. Maybe we need to play that. Maybe we, we needed to beat the Browns so they didn't get into the playoffs. That's well, and you bring up a good yeah. point. And I just want to before Dave <clears throat> Shipley, a regular, jumps out. Um, he says great outside views. I love it. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, we are sort of meeting what some fans are thinking. But Dave, thank you for jumping in, even if you could only make it for a little bit. Um, and thank you for the two dollars in the in the tip jar there. Um, but yeah, it, but you're right, Mark. And look, as I said, we're not gonna we're not necessarily saying that all things are terrible or whatever. And you know, and I, I bring up Chad in the on the Facebook chat as well. You know, because obviously if we go to the YouTube guys a lot. It's good to bring up Chad's comments there. They have a little cap space unless they cut some players. You know, there are a lot of different things that they can do um, in terms of in terms of creating cap space. The Steelers right now are 24th in terms of cap space. There, I think they've got about. Um, off the top of my head, I think it's about five million. Yeah, right now with some of the moves that they've made, um, I don't know whether Robert Spillane's in that. That was based on over the cap. But you know, for instance, our draft pool right now—if we stay at every single pick that we've got, our draft pool is going to cost eight million dollars. So there are some moves you're going to see. There's, I think, in the next week you could see some, you know, uh, probably some extensions because they're in the last year of their contract with um, Nelson potentially or Hayden there. Um, you know, I would like to see the Steelers, you know, and I know this challenges what some other, you know, BTSC guys think about it, but I would I would be open to seeing the Steelers break their rule of extending guys with more than one year on their contract. I think in a situation like this, it's rare enough with the pandemic and the salary cap going down by 16 million that you consider it. Um, but appreciate that, that that would be quite landmark considering the Steelers have only just started using voidable years. But there is, I mean, Mark, obviously we talked there a little bit about those free agents. Do you think we're going to bring back our villain a waiver? Do you think they're going to find a way to keep Juju? You know, we, I've been able to ask this question of different uh, different people. I haven't been able to ask it of you necessarily. But, you know, I know you were talking before we went on air to me a little bit about Juju. What are your feelings around Juju at the moment? Where, if we can afford him or if we have to cut someone to keep him? If, if we're able to keep Juju... And this sounds very funny for me to say all the, all the way on the other side of the world, but I think he's got to pull his head in. Um, and that's one of our slang we've used before. Um, the thing I've, I find with this team and, and what is happening at the moment, maybe the last two or three, maybe even five years, is, is we haven't, we've lost, we've lost a bit of our, our identity to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. And the reason that why we're massive fans on this, on this platform and for you and I talking about it is, where's the heart and soul of being a Pittsburgh Steeler? Now, I understand that it's, it's money, money, it's a business, and that Juju is, you know, a free agent like, like a lot of other blokes are. But I almost get to the sense as well, I, I actually saw him on the Twitch stream that he did where um, he was using other people's uniforms, and that's whatever, right? But when he was talking to the chat and he was like um, explaining things like, oh, will you, will you follow me um, if I go to another team, like to other Steeler fans? And I thought to myself, I probably won't, mate. I, I follow the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I think that's something you need to buy into. Um, like I was saying to you before, these players need to buy into, and they've got a great opportunity. They're, they're, they're skillful players. They're you know good blokes, but they've got to buy into the program and become a Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, like I saw the, the interview with Dotson talking about Big Ben. He's ready to go. I, I'm so ready to see um, Dotson become a Steeler and hopefully a fan favourite for the next 10 years. Because you can see it in him. You can see it in the way he talks about the team. Whereas on the flip side, 
with Juju, yes, he's a free agent, and I understand that those rules and what and whatever he wants to do, fine. But he's like, he's like, oh, should I go and play uh, with the Patriots? Who's in their division? Who can I beat? He's, he's almost like playing like he is like a Madden player or a pro, pro like that kind of guy. Whereas I think he needs to keep those those um, ideas separate from being an NFL player and being a Twitch guy. He's putting them together. He's becoming more of a businessman, which is great. But sometimes as a Steeler fan, you don't want to see that. You just want to see Juju, if he is legit to, to become a Pittsburgh Steeler again, or when he was with the Steelers, just turn up and play. Turn up and play and, and play the best you can, and we'll cheer you on, and we'll do whatever we can um, to support you. At the same time, he's like, should, should I go and play with uh, the Chargers down there with Herbert? I don't care, mate. Do whatever you want to do, but like, why why speculate so much? Well, well, this is it. Like, I mean, and quite frankly, last year when I went, uh, not last year, the year before when I went to the Bills game down there, like my color, I got, I got a color rush jersey, one of the limited ones with the sewn, you know, numbers, whatever. They're, they're not cheap. They're like 150 US a pop, right? And I'm just this week I'm researching because I love the number 19. Um, you know, it was my basketball number for a while when I was in high school. So, you know, it was a number that I also had in rugby um, when I wasn't on the starting side. And like, so I love the number, but, you know, I don't want to necessarily have to replace a jersey all the time. I've got quite a few now, but, you know, I don't want Juju necessarily on the back of there because I'm not enjoying the attitude that he's bringing to the fore right now. So, you know, and you're right, Mark, we did talk about this a couple of weeks ago when we said if if, we're, if he's going to stay, he's got to pull his head in, you know, to use um, pull your head in as we like to say down under. But, you know, it is very interesting. There is going to be some things shaken up this season. And, and this is what I say, still fans have a right to be wary because we haven't won. But at the same time, Still fans need to be a bit confident too because we are a team that rarely has a losing record. We haven't had a losing record while Mike Tomlin's been around, but there's some work to do. So I think if we just have that in the back of our minds, it's going to make it very interesting. But I do want to also bring up the point before we get to bring back the question mark segment, which I think all the fans have missed. I know I've certainly missed it. I like being under that pressure cooker. Um, but it's very much around the idea that, you know, this is the fun side. And, you know, a lot of the different BTC shows, they've thanked you all for jumping in. And we agree. Like, completely agree. Like, without listeners, there's no point us doing this show. Mark and I can just have a phone call or, you know, meet up at the pub. It, it really, really makes it. So we really appreciate that. But also, this is a bit of fun. You know, this is the off-season stuff. If we're not watching players, we can see how they're tooling up and we can let our imaginations run wild. And you can sit there right now and be hopeful about, about a bunch of players the players you might want to for the Steelers to sign Mark or might be different to the ones I want, might be different to what Snowman and Ryan O'Toole want. You know, the players that we want to be drafted are going to be very different between what Thaddeus wants and Ezra wants, you know, or, you know, Dave Shipley. But that's the best bit. We get – it'll all work itself out and we all get to jump into that hype over the next sort of, you know, six to eight weeks. And then we get to see them hit training camp and we get to, you know, get the little insights and be hopeful – and then what do you know? The pro-season will be around and we'll get to see some of the guys in action and then it will be the season. So as we say, we're not, we don't want anyone to be negative, but it, it's good to be thinking about what's working, what's not. What, what do we want change from the last decade, as Mark said before? Because, you know, is it all right to just coast along and make the playoffs but not do anything? And, and do we need to rest players in the 17th game? Because at the end of the day, we could have beaten the Browns and kicked them out of the tournament, you know? They were out of the tournament. We weren't going to get beat oh, by them. So, we, like looking back at it, I did say you know, um, play the play the rest of your starters. But looking back at it, they could have yeah, they could have easily put it to them and beat the Browns, and they wouldn't be in the playoffs for the the nineteenth year in a row. 
So there are there are fundamental things I think this Steeler team is missing at the moment. However, at the same time, like there is 32 teams, sorry, 31, the Bengals never get there. The Bengals will <laughs> never, ever make the playoffs ever again. Um, so there's, there's 31 teams who have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Uh, and that's that's the glory of the, like, why we, we watch this sport, even to a to a certain fan aspect. Like when we see the game is, uh, the first game is 0-0, zero and, zero, and there's so many short games uh, in the season. And you see that first pass and you see James Washington go for 10 yards. You're like, yes, like you feel like that's part of you. That's your team, right? And this is where it needs to get to a point now where we have invested so much and we, we understand how we're fans. And now the Steelers are starting to be, I just think a little bit, they're losing the identity of um, they have the solid defense, but where's the run? Where's the play action pass? Where's Big Ben um, being careful with the ball now? He, he's not as mobile anymore. Uh, he doesn't. Need, he can't be throwing four interceptions. You just can't do that. So, where's the point and where's our identity going to lay? And like, I love Tomlin, but is he the guy in the next the next five years? Is this the is this the last year that we have a lot of these key players, Maddie? Do we have mm-hmm. Big Ben, Al, and all these these key players, and that's it? Well, that's it because, and this is the thing that I think, um, and we do. I do want to be. I do want to move on to the. Um, into the question mark segment, but I think you brought, I do want to quickly say something on that. And that is there are a lot of, there is part of the fan base right now that are calling for massive change this year. You know, they're, they're, they're not happy with big Ben coming back. What have you? There's equally some people are like, hang on, big Ben's our franchise quarterback. There are guys here that are proven starters. Who else are you going to get? We can't afford anyone. We don't have, you know, 17 draft picks like you did in the seventies. What have you? Right. And I think, realistically there's somewhere falling in the middle because at some point we're going to have the change that some people want now and that some uh, the, this can't want and that this can't want to delay um and, and by doing that i'm doing gestures but I'm basically saying on the on the left you've got the camp that you know want lots of change now and on the right you've got people that want as least change as possible and we're going to end up somewhere in the middle over the next season and a half the way it's going to be spread out so these are the things and that's why i say you have a right to be wary you have a right to be hang on we expect more we we expect more of the franchise um so that's what's gonna be interesting to see play out but look let's jump into the question mark segment because i've missed it (laughs) so mark do you want to give us a lowdown a reminder of how this segment works yeah yeah basically i just go into my uh, my phone here and i go into the google uh random number generator and we do a number from 1 to 99 so we can get players like Mondo, which we haven't yet. Um, if we do get a repeat of the last few weeks, I, I've written them down so I won't do those players again. However, I just put Manny on the spot. We might get somebody super random, um, like Frank Webb in there. I don't know, he's not even playing. But uh, uh, we might get someone really random in there. Um, and then we still have to talk about that position, that player. And I've got uh, three questions for Maddie and, and just, just see how we go. So... Uh, are you ready, Manny? Are you ready to get it? I'm a, ready. A, I'm pumped. Ready? Oh, I love this. I've missed this. I love this segment. Are you ready for the, the practice squad guy that you got to talk about? Yeah, well, I had Demarcus Christmas last time. So Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> All right. 77 off the top of your head before I look into the roster. Who's 77? He must be an O-line Where? guy. We have a 77? Is that, Is that Anthony mate? Colvin? Uh, I don't think we have a 77. He's soon to be your best mate. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right, Matty, here we go. So you've got uh, John LeGlue. Have you heard of John LeGlue? Uh, I can't paste my thoughts on him together. Sorry, All that right. was we'll, bad. We'll, we'll try our best. And this is this is where the, the segment jumps a shark, like in that, uh, was it the Fonzie? But here we go. So John LeGlue is number 77, offensive tackle, six foot six, 
one-year player. What was John's grade in 2020? You can, this can be really fast. Um, I'm going to give him like a D because like I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Did he even take the field? How many how many games did he play? I, I'm trying to pull remember. him up. I'm trying to pull him up. I don't remember up. seeing this player playing at all. I think, he wasn't he just hanging out in the practice squad. Has he ever played yeah. anything? <laughs> he was probably just anything? talking to talking to Barry on the sidelines. He wasn't doing that much. Jeez. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, okay. Well, impact was zip. I yeah. don't remember anything. All right. We'll get, we'll get, this one, we'll do this really fast. So, what I don't think he's his, ever uh, played. I don't think he's ever played in the – anyway, yeah, go on. Yeah, what would his impact be for 2021? Well, you know, we might need uh, some backup with the offensive line. What, what do you think? Uh, it's going to be limited now that they've now that they've brought if they've brought Finney back. It's going to be limited because you're also going to have you know there's going to be a bunch of guys they draft on this O line. He won't make the roster. Okay, and lastly for the celebrity question, will this player make the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> we got more uh, chance of the Hall of Fame creating a greatest fan element of the Hall of Fame, and everyone in the live chat will get voted in. Yeah, we should do that for BTSC. I even actually have a thought about it. I'd like uh, to do a fan hall of fame. Yeah, or even like I'd like to do something to do with the podcasters and see who who will play what position. You know, that'd be kind of interesting. We've already got the power rankings, which Dave fell down because he pronounced Canberra Canberra. Um, so I think Dave's. I, I still think Big Brosco is number one at the moment. I don't know. Uh, Jeff Jeffrey Benedict did a good showing up last week, so they could uh that maybe we need to have a playoff. We have a, I'll have a playoff to go between. yeah, I'll have to go back and revisit, but I think Dave fell down because he like a lot of the guys out there pronounce Cam well we don't pronounce it right. We just pronounce Canberra Canberra and he's a Canberra. So he dropped down three spots. <laughs> All right. So our, our next one got 77 John the Glue. Probably wasn't our best stealer uh, in 2020 or 2021. Uh, we have 84. Do we have oh, 84 used to be our our mate? We haven't got 84 now, do we? I don't think so. Let me just double check. Well, I can see one of the if they draft a wide receiver late in, in <clears> this <throat> in this draft, I can see someone picking up that 84. Yeah, there's actually. no there's no 84. There's only one 84 we used to have, and we all know who that is. Uh 50 Mr. Gummy so Richards. Got, yeah, next one I've got 50, which is Shay's ear, which we no, haven't got a No one's got that. Uh 82. We haven't got 82. Jeez, you're doing well. Well, you know who I just got then? 53, Mike, Mike Morky's Pouncy. We didn't talk about Pouncy? Yeah, we'll talk about it. We can talk about Pouncy. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do Pouncy. Pouncy can be a second player. So we've got Morky's Pouncy at 53. What was his overall uh, grade in 2020? Uh, B plus. Yeah. Did well, but made made some errors there. I think he showed that it was his last year or two in the league. Um, yeah. Next question. Okay. What's his – oh, his impact now. It's obviously – um, he's out he's, for 2021. He's, he's gone skis, but going yeah. into that, will, will he, um, you know, was he, what is his chances for the hall of fame? I think well, he does. He actually does make an impact though. Right. And his impact will be is yet to be judged. We're going to see that over the next year because number one is it gives it still a chance to get fresh at that center position. Right. And it will see the impact of wouldn't have been, would it have been better to draft someone in a while back to replace him or could we have convinced him to come back? But equally, the $8 million that he saves on the cap, how are we using that $8 million in resource? Now, I know it's different this year because the cap's gone down by 8% and it's gone down by 16 point, um, we're just under $16 million there. But at the same time, how we're using the roster and shaping the roster, we're going to see the impact of Pouncey uh, you know, in 2021 in, in a way that you won't expect. Um, in terms of the Hall of Fame, 
this is a great question. You know, he was, uh, I think he was a nine-time Pro Bowl, a couple of times all pro. You know, he didn't win that Super Bowl. But it's like what we talked about, I think it was about four to six weeks ago now, where we said, the interesting thing about being a Steelers fan is because we've won six Super Bowls, it's very easy for us to go, well, if they want a Super if they didn't want a Super Bowl, they shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But as I said at the time, there are a lot of teams that have never won a Super Bowl or that have won a one or two and they won it, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And they've got players that make the Hall of Fame. So I think this idea that you have to win a Super Bowl to make the Hall of Fame is something that we, we need to be a bit more open to the fact that that's not necessarily the case. Right, because he's got the, the credentials of the last... Got the credentials. The, the 10 plus years. So you think he's got, he's got to make the, the uh, Hall of Fame? I think he's got a decent chance. I mean, he was the all he was part of the all decade team as well, so you'd have to think he'd be pretty close. And we're also going to. I think I think you're correct. I think we will miss his presence in that that O line. And how do you fill that void um, of a of a, a, a ten year starter that's been there for so long? Big Ben's mate, and next minute we've got we don't even know who we're going to have there at center. Uh, and center is probably one of the most important positions on the field um, when they're when they're snapping the ball. All right, we're going to our third player. We'll count him as our, as our second. Uh, what's the next number here? We have a 32, Matty? 32 is – oh, good question. Uh, I don't think we do. No, I don't think we do. Maybe in the secondary? Like, no. no, we don't have a 32. How am I choosing all the numbers we don't I'll give have? you a prediction. I'll have a prediction. We'll have a 32, <laughs> we'll have a 32 after the draft. Oh, there you go. Fair call. Um, it, all, it almost feels like we're playing bingo as well. Okay, so next, <laughs> the next number is uh, 38, which is uh, Jalen Samuels. This is a really good one. I, I, I like yeah. the player. So Jalen Samuels, uh, been there a few years. What, is, what was his grade in 2020? What was his overall price? C. And the reason I'm not going lower than a C is I don't feel they necessarily went to him enough. Um, you know, I, I, I thought that he was expendable. Um, you know, when we kicked off the season, I thought he's someone you could even trade and try and get a six four or someone like that. Um, it's also when you come to Jalen Samuels, he's someone you could find a bit of roster room there. I think it's between eight hundred thousand and a mil there this season. However, and this is what I caution, and we talked this, I talked about this a little bit with Jeffrey Benedict last week um, when we we're talking about Matt Canada, um, and that's. Matt Canada has experience with Jalen Samuels from NC State. He used Jalen Samuels in an H-back role that was very much where Jalen Samuels sort of fit. Um, so I think if he does make this roster, Steelers fans need to be open that we might actually see a bit more from Jalen Samuels this year, particularly if you think about that tight end room. You know, if they draft someone in or they bring in a vet, if they decide they need to cut Eric Ebron or, you know, given his contract number or what have you, Jalen Samuels could provide more than meets the eye right now. He's been around the team. I think when he came in as well, I personally, even though he had that H-back experience, questioned some of his blocking. Um, you'd need to ask probably, you know, Jeffrey there or KT Smith or even Dave Schofield in terms of whether they think that's improved or not. My gut feel is that it has. And I also think my, he had to get used to the way Ben sort of likes to use people out of the backfield there in the passing game. Um, so I'd be really interested to see... If we can get a full preseason, I'm, I'm really keen to see how they're going to use Jalen Samuels in this Matt Canada offense. I, I think I'd like to see him play 12 to 16 snaps that are relevant as well. You know, third down and three, uh, scat back roll, uh, fullback, uh, you know, uh, misdirection, things like that. I still think he's got he's got some he's got some hands that he can use. 
Um, I do like his ticker. I like his heart. I like how the way he plays the game and falls forward. Um, he's got that under his belt. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think he was used enough um, in 2020. And, actually, a lot of players at the running back position weren't really used enough. We did have more of a passing attack last year. Well, and I think the other thing about it as well is that you saw, and I mean, there was that pass there to Anthony um, McFarland <clears throat> as well there in against the Browns at the at the end there on that fourth and well, I think it was fourth and eleven or whatever it was, and the, you know they ended up not you know he just wasn't there and the ball missed, but like you saw McFarland take a few the different elements of the offense that Jalen Samuels had kind of been slotted in before that. Now obviously McFarland offers a lot of pace. I mean I don't know how many shows we did Mark during the season when we we're just the audio side where we kept talking about wanting to watch McFarland break it for a long one and it never really happened. So yeah, I, I think Mark Tobin brings it up as well. There Samuels provides a lot if you use him. This is the thing we we, we don't know, and this is why I say he gets a C. And I know that in the live chat, um. I think someone at no one you know brought up a D. Like I'm happy to give him a D, but I just don't think he I just don't think he necessarily was used in the right way, if that makes sense. Um I'd have to pull up his snap count there. But yeah, I, I just didn't get the feeling he he got enough. You know, I think he played 121 offensive snaps versus 320 362 in 2019 and 228 in 2018. So he just he just wasn't used. Yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent with you. But um, I'll preempt the Hall of Fame. I do not think that Jalen Samuels will be making the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know what, though? If I can if I can give him a chance, he's probably a 5% chance. He's still been playing okay. Um, but, yeah, he would have to have a breakout um, season or three seasons or four seasons in a row. But he's almost now at the position where he needs to be used in the in the slot, in the, in the the you know, the halfback, the fullback. You know, put put him in there with Watt or put him in there with McFarlane and see what, what would happen, that kind of role. And but he would be figured out pretty easily. He couldn't be. Yeah, he's not. He's not a running back like Derek Henry right now. All right, so we're going to our last player and see who we get. See what numbers we get because this we've got quite a few that's not even on the roster. Um, eighty nine. Do you know who eighty nine on tight end? That used to be that's McDonald, isn't it? That was Vance McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to go on about McDonald? Yeah, we'll do him and yeah? then we'll, we'll right. do him before we move into part two. So what so do you Vance reckon about? McDonald's. This is this is a, a funny question. So McDonald in 2020, what do you think his overall grade was? Similar similar thing to Jalen Samuels. I don't think he was used enough. Well, he was. Well, he was still starting tight end. We talked about that with Jeffrey last week, which people thought it was Ebron, but McDonald started more games. Um, I think McDonald. I agree with what Jeffrey said in last week's Steelers touchdown under. I think. Um, I really think that. Yeah, I, I just can't get away from the fact. I think McDonald has injuries we don't know about, and I think he's very much like DeCastro in that he's a he's a hard dude. You know, he's a warrior. He does not going to disclose what he has. He's not going to make excuses about that. He had the COVID scare. I think I think he had COVID for a bit as well, and he was out with that, um, or he was he was implicated by that. If my memory doesn't serve me correctly, there, I. It's, it's a hard one with his grade. I think. Probably no one you know has given him a good one in the live chat of B minus. I think anywhere in that B range, you know, because he he still started and it was twelve to fourteen games there. So yeah, it's it's a hard one with Vance because you see what he can do in that pass game, but blocking like you know you talk about tight ends a lot in terms of whether they they block or they catch, and I feel Vance sort of fits in this middle slot. And obviously with the Steelers, we we're fundamental that guys you know need to be able to block. 
but I just don't know whether he ever did anything either super well. Like, and I know Thaddeus is saying he's a good block and whatever, but I just, for me, there are a lot of plays that I just sit there. I'm like, well, how did we work him well? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a B. I'm gonna call it a B. That's fair enough. Now, the impact for for McDonald, he won't be there next year because he has retired. But what's the impact is similar to um, uh, Pouncey. What 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 happens at tight end? What do we do? Well, this is it. So I think this it's exactly the same as Pouncey just said there. It, it's who's in that tight end position now. What has that left for the locker room? You know, because if Vance was coming back, I think a lot of people would be sitting and going, do we cut Ebron for the cap number? You know, but equally equally, Vance had a high cap number as well this season. You know, he was going to – there was $5 million to be saved there that went back into the cap. So that's sort of a question you, you get when, you, when it comes to Vance McDonald there. But, you know – <laughs> he, and no one you know is Mark's brought up no one you know from YouTube he did provide a stiff arm hurt around the world I think I've said this, shared this anecdote before but when when Vance did that stiff arm I got notifications from I think 12 different apps and websites and whatever my fiance texted me and she said are you watching this Steelers game apparently Vance like has destroyed someone you know it was it's hilarious so um, you know he did obviously have a, have, a, have a strong impact over his career just to you know that cult figure um, but when you look at the gap mark, it's it's allowed us to also get younger at the position and think about what we do at tight end. Because I think in fairness, and I've said this before in the BTSC Slack channel, since Heath, it, it, tight end's been a big question for the Steelers. You know, there's no one ever that you're going to go year in, year out, yep, I rely on that person. So Vance kind of gives you the opportunity to go out and find that person potentially in this draft if, if the Steelers are willing to invest a high pick there. Um, we're obviously not going to be able to pick uh, Kyle Pitts, but I heard I heard Daniel Jeremiah from NFL Network talking about it this week, and he was saying that Pitts is potentially the overall best player in this draft, the overall best player in this draft. So, and there are a couple of other strong tight ends there in the second to fourth round. Um, but yeah, in terms of Hall of Fame, I can't see Vance getting in there with what he did in his career. Um, but you know, maybe they need to carve out a role in that Hall of Honor for him. At, you know, at Heinz Field that. There's a, a cult figure or a, you know, best 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 fend or palm or as you like to say in the US, best stiff arm by a stealer ever. The Steelers stiff arm award or something. They can call it yeah, the he, he won't make award. The, he won't make the Hall of Fame, but he was a good good stealer for us at the time. We good pickup uh, from the San Fran 49ers, I believe. He came in at the right time. He he, he played three or four years. Um, he did he did really well for us. He's gonna I think he will be missed. Um, and he wasn't maybe used as much in the the passing game, but it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of a lot of positions in this Steeler team that are like, what will happen? We just don't know with all these retirements and 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 things like that. Yep, that's it. But look, Steeler fans, that wraps up part one of this week's this week's show. Steelers touchdown under. Why fans should be wary. Join us for part two. We're going to get into our usual sling and the slang. We're going to look at a couple of draft options and we're going to take a lot of Q&A. So get your questions ready. So for those on the audio side, flick over to part two. For everyone watching live now on YouTube and Facebook, stay tuned for a couple of seconds and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.